What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Wanow, and today I have the honor of bringing my friend on again, Morgan McFarlane, to discuss entrepreneurship because you guys sent in questions on a post I made a few weeks ago about what questions you would have for this topic on a podcast, and we're going to answer a few of them. I hope that you find value, encouragement, entertainment, joy, blessings that are received through prayer, whatever it may be, to just get a little bit more spark in your day. If you find value in this, it would mean so much if you would take the time to go write a review under Apple Podcasts. Message me, let me know what you're getting from this, what topics you'd like to hear. I think that would be awesome. I'm grateful for you. Thank you for being a part of the Set Apart fam, and I hope you have an amazing day. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I am here with my beautiful entrepreneur, amazing wife, amazing mom of a friend. And listen, if we could package, even if if we could package her up in a tiny little box, <laughs> it would be enough joy when you opened it to last a lifetime. Ladies and gentlemen, Marla McFarlane. <laughs> hey, that is like the sweetest thing ever. Package it up. <laughs> I'm like, have you met yourself though? Come on. I I love you. Uh, This is why we can always be friends because you always tell me nice things. (laughs) I mean, you tell me nice things, but you also like tell me facts and real and truth. And that's why we're really friends. Yeah. Except your husband pays me. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) About that. Uh, no, I, my compliments are from a real place. Um, oh, yeah. For anybody tuning in who's offended, um, you should know my heart. Keep tuning in, and hopefully, I won't keep offending you. <laughs> no, not at all. There's no, there's absolutely no way. If they yeah. are, then peace out. And no, I'm just kidding. We they, love you. They've never received a hug from either one of us. Then, if that's, that's the case, that is true. We have healing hugs. Okay, so we have asked questions a few weeks ago. I asked on my Instagram what questions you guys would have if we talked about being an entrepreneur. We're going to start in multiple businesses. I have as well and had my hands in different places with this and we have unique businesses and we've learned a lot. Listen, I'm not saying that we're like 60 years old, well-established on our 10th business and had like whatever, but where we're at now, we can share what we know and what we don't know. We'll tell you, we don't know on the questions Mm -hmm. that we, yes, absolutely. And we got, and I have wisdom from other people. So, I mean, like I've learned things that I can repeat. (laughs) No, and that's true. And I think that's what's real. I mean, I think there's a danger. And to me, this is not this case, but don't you feel like, you know, like when you hear something for the first time and then it's like, like there's stuff that I'm, you and I have talked about a lot because Morgan and I will go grab coffee and it's like my favorite because we go deep. It's like, I love coffee dates, but like we will, like, there are things going on right now, but that I've been mulling over for three months. And then a huge article just came out about it that I read last night. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do a podcast on it today because I think that there's some more to mull it, like to really understand and learn about it. But this is something we've been doing for Mm -hmm. a long time. And so we can speak into it in some, in some form. Hopefully we'll see. And share bits of wisdom that we have learned from our mentors who have spoken into us and whether we've experienced it or not, we'll make it clear. We're genuine people. It doesn't matter. I don't need to preface, but here we go. Morgan, tell, tell the homies, tell the loved ones, the sons and daughters, the saints, children of God, tune in. Yes. Um, let them know kind of like where you're at with business 
life and mm -hmm. some of the things, this isn't one of the questions, but this is a question I have for you. Okay. Where are you at and what do you wish you knew when you started? Ooh, okay. Where am I at? So, which this is so, this is really, God is so funny. He has such an amazing sense of humor. And so my husband has owned multiple businesses. So he's always been like the entrepreneur and I've always just been like, here I am. I support you and raising babies. But about two years ago, I started my first, um, entrepreneur job or whatever on as an online boutique. I did that for a little over a year. And then I added my new boutique. I mean, my new little endeavor with selling skincare and makeup. And that was this, that's so awesome. And I love that so much, but what I really absolutely love is helping other people with their businesses. So what I have been diving into, um, I got asked to give a, description of myself. I got asked to do an interview like two years ago for an organization that we're a part of and they're, they're showing my interview on their website. And they asked me this past week, what is your title? And I was just like, so like, what does, what is my title? Like, what do I do? And Jeff was like, Morgan, like you're an entrepreneur slash marketing strategist. I love social media. I love helping people promote on social media. And so it's so crazy that I work with other boutiques and promote their, you know, boutiques on social media. Um, and then I have, I've had multiple people come to me within this week, this week to also promote. And it's just so good. So I, it's funny. I said that title and like, I'm like, I think that was the Lord, but it's funny that the Lord's actually just using what title I gave myself and he's like using it. Yeah. Um, so it's been so fun to kind of not, I mean, obviously I know my identity is in him, but just having just like that role and being confident in that, like that has not been the case for me for a long time. Yeah. So just knowing that for me has brought so much just like, aha, and like, that's what I am. That's what I do. And I'm so excited. So yeah. that's where I am. And then you ask, what is it that I wish I would have known? Yes, but pause. Okay. This is what yes. cool I want people to know about you. First of all, that's exciting because I'm hearing this for the first time when you told me your yeah. goal a few weeks ago and you're smashing mm -hmm. it. So, you know, decree a thing. Come on, people. The Lord yeah. hears and moves to the sound of our voice. Um, maybe not that voice, but I'm kidding. <laughs> Even that voice. Yes. If he can move to that voice, he can move to your voice. I'm just exactly. Um, no, but what I love is you're in network marketing. You mm -hmm. are a marketing strategist for other companies and boutiques. Yeah. yeah. And you've been a part of other, many other businesses as well. And so you've, you've, mm -hmm. You've had your hands in a lot of other things. Is there a business currently that I'm missing right now, but other than those two at the moment? Those are my two. Jeff had stuff that he did that I like helped, but okay. it was mostly like admin and stuff like that. Like he was the pioneer, the visionary. Right. And I just was like, what do you need me to do? I'll do yeah. it. That's awesome. So yeah. what do you, where do you wish you would have been? Or no, what do you what, wish? What I would have known. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think I am where I'm supposed to be in the time and season that I'm in. Um, 
I can truly say that Jeff and I have been extremely blessed with mentors that have paved the way that have, I'm going to cry thinking about it, that um, see greatness in Jeff and I and literally just take their hand down and pull us up and to be the best that we can be. Um, we have people that love us and encourage us that we get phone calls from friends of ours that they were like mentors of ours when we lived back in our hometown, um, that they were so vital for us when we first got married and Jeff first started doing his businesses and, um, and they're calling us now checking on us. What can we do for you now? Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm sure there's things that I'm not great at or that I can get better at and like, you know, taxes and stuff like that and and all that. But to be completely honest, and I think I said this in our last time we talked, but being led by the Holy Spirit has truly been our life's anthem. That's how we got into so many businesses. That's why we have so many mentors is because we've literally just waited on the Holy Spirit. And Jeff and I always say like, there's moments where we've had ideas and strategies that we're both like, that was not us. Like That was totally, totally the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure like, uh, I think I wish I would have believed in myself, maybe growing like beforehand, but those are all things that I think as you mature, you yeah. start learning and um, growing in that, but I really, I'm, I love that I'm at where I'm at and, uh, God has me here for a reason and it's, it's exciting. So, yeah, that's, that's a good feeling. Okay. So, um, that's, that's, I I love that. I think it's important. Like the keys, first of all, you have mentors surrounding you. You had them from the beginning, which is cool. Not everybody has that. If you don't have mentors, I encourage you to listen to the Lord who has a business that's leading it, that's being led by God? Right. Ask them if you can grab coffee with them and pick their brain. Don't waste their time. Like, I don't mean this to be rude, but show up ready with your questions and to take notes and to really yeah. learn and glean from them and ask them, what do I need to know that I don't know mm-hmm. like, with, with what's going on? And start connecting with them. As millennials, we so deeply want to be reached out to, but we're going to have to learn to reach out to mentors. And so I think that's an awesome thing that you have. And another thing is when you're led by the spirit of God, you're always going to be where you're supposed to be in our flesh and in the natural, you're going to always feel like you're years behind where you could be, but there's going to be moments when the Holy spirit comes and he's like, Oh no, I'm preparing you for that thing. And it's going to be way better. And you're going to go a lot further with me on this road than you would. If you hit maximum potential in the natural hit your goal and then fell because X, Y, Z wasn't in place. Yeah, exactly. So I think leaning in and trusting him is really valuable because girlfriend, I used to fight telling people I was a full-time artist because that's not what I feel like quote unquote, my life calling is, but it's exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. I have joy in it and I love working with people, but I'm all alone, like I'm with the Holy spirit and I'm not saying that churchy answer, but like truly I have an incredible season Mm-hmm. that I get to spend with God right now, but, um, just embracing where you're at because right now I may never, ever, ever get a season like this again, ever where it's just me and God working together because I do plan on having teams one day. Yeah, exactly. Totally, totally agree with that. Being content with where you are and knowing that you're growing and learning every single day. Like yeah. it's amazing and it's exciting. 
it is exciting. And any entrepreneur that tells you they've got it figured out <laughs> is probably not somebody I would want to be mentored by, side <laughs> note. But I like it when people are real about their mistakes, yeah, their victories, Amen. about who they're really giving credit to. It's not about them, them, them. And yeah. I always talk about we when I talk about my company. Like I, I, I redid my website the other day and I said we, and I was like, who am I referring to? Like, I'm referring to the Holy Spirit right now. Like, yeah, for real. Like, yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> so I, like, I was like, oh my goodness, I typed we. Are pe- do people know that it's just me? Like, but I can't not say we. Because <laughs> that's who helped you do all the things. So you're not alone. No, you are not. Okay, so let's hop into these questions because we so excited about this. good questions that come in and we'll see how many we can get to. Perfect. Okay, um, some of these you're answering and some of these I'll answer or we okay. may answer both. Perfect. Um, let me see. We'll probably end up both diving into these, but there's one. <laughs> well, should we start with the one? Um, let's, I want to make sure we jump out the gate with this. If you have okay. a vision, so... Mm-hmm. This girl said, if you have a vision and don't know how to get the ball rolling on it, how do you see it through from start to finish? Take it away, Morgan. Yes. Okay. So I'm not going to take credit because this is where um, I had a coaching call with an amazing friend of mine. Say her name. Say her name. Hi, Ann McClendon. She's probably going to listen because she loves us both. She's going to be be a guest on this podcast soon. uh, Okay, well, she's going to crush it. I may be taking her stuff, but anyway. So she had a coaching call with me, and I am about to venture off into a massive thing, and I was like, I need your help strategizing. And this, to me, goes with vision. Like, I was like, I'm going to have this client and they're going to come to me and I want to be able to give them a strategy or a vision of what I do. So if this is like your first time, like you're, you're needing a vision and all that, she said, you need to have like three things. Okay. So number one is direction. What is your mission, mission and vision and write it plain write that down. What is the direction, okay, of your company? Yes. The next thing is, what are you aligned with? With What is the alignment of your company? So what are the people and the resources that you may need or that you need to bring in or that you need to learn from when it comes to your company? Okay, so number two. And number three is commitment. What are your goals? What are the, the things that you are like, okay, in this business, this is my goal. And she said, you need to have progress markers. So things that you're like, okay, like this is my goal and this is my progress. In, in two weeks, I want to have this done, this done, this done. So when you're first starting out, she calls it the DAC, like direction, alignment, commitment. Yeah. Those are the three things and she didn't say like, this is how you should jumpstart a business. But this to me was like a strategy. When we went over this today, I was just like, oh my gosh, you just put like language to like what I'm always like scattering to figure out. Well, can I answer this question? Because it says, if you have a vision and don't know how to get the ball rolling and you're answering how to get the ball rolling right now. Right vision, mission, 
the alignment, the people that you need, the resources that you need, um, commitment, what's your commitment for this business? People start businesses and network marketing. We always see this. People start a business. They're so jazzed. They're so excited. And two months later, they, they kind of fall off and it's because their commitment level was not there mm -hmm. and that there's nothing wrong with that. But I think being completely honest with yourself and saying, this is the commitment I have for this. And so when your goals are this, and this is your commitment level and you don't reach it and you're like, what the heck? And people just give up. It's like, no, like was your commitment level like up to the par of your yeah. goals? Like I, uh, I think, yeah. Real quick, something you're saying there that I think is really um, pivotal is, will you stay in the game when it gets hard? Yeah. Because if you don't have passion and love for what you're doing, it's hard to stay in the game. And Absolutely. I remember recently, <clears throat> I think this is an important point that you're making with commitment because I believe our generation is called to be very committed. We just need to know undoubtedly that we are able to commit to what we're putting our hands to. And yes. I remember not too long ago, I got involved um, with an, with an awesome, it, it's an awesome company. And um, I was not ready. I did not hear the Lord tell me to commit when I did. And I, in my natural state, was like, I'm going to commit for a year. And so right before a year was up, I really felt like, wow, I did it. I did that in Jamie Lynn's timing, not in the Lord's timing. I didn't lean in. And that's not an, ex I do not believe in spiritual excuses, but I'm saying, I think what would have really helped going into it was hearing the Lord on it yeah, and going and not, not jumping in for pressure or because I thought I could, or because I loved the vision and the hype of it and the excitement. And I don't mean hype in a bad way. I mean, I get hyped when I start something new every time, a new project and then yeah. years off, but will I complete what I'm doing? Right. And as an artist, I have always f followed through. I've always finished on my commitment. And when I don't hit the timestamp, it is discouraging. But will I keep going? Yes, because I'm passionate and I believe in what I do. Yes. So I think that that's super important because it's easy to give up when it's hard. Mm -hmm. And especially in network marketing, because there can be a lot of hype. And, yeah. you know, when I was in network marketing, you know, there's all these people who are like, yeah. And then you're like, I'm, I'm not one of those people that would like tug and pull somebody. I'm like, I'm not going to make you do, you're saying you want this, but do you? Right. you know? Yeah, I know. It goes back to love and passion. Like, I got a message today from a super sweet friend of mine um, and she just was so encouraging to me. She was like, I love seeing you fully alive, fully passionate and fully doing what you love. Yeah. And that to me is step one and figuring out what business, you know, my husband is very like, he thinks differently. He's a man. And um, he's like, what areas are there things that are lacking that I could make a business and do it? And he does it very well. But at the same time, I think there's moments where you need to figure out what is it that you have such a burning passion, burning desire. I think I'm about to jack this up probably, but like I've heard people say, <laughs> like, if you see like something that just makes your heart sad or like there's like a problem that you want to that's what you should be doing and I don't know if there's a way for you to make money to do that yeah. or what but like start dreaming with God start saying God like I have this burning passion this love is it this company is it this company is it me starting my own company is it a nonprofit? is it a pro like 
start dreaming with God for your mission and your vision and have direction. Um, and so, yeah. Habakkuk 2, 2, it mm -hmm. does say, like you were saying earlier, then mm -hmm. the Lord replied, write down the revelation, write down the vision and make it plain mm -hmm. on tablets or on paper so that a herald may run with it. Amen. And I just feel like that's so significant. Like there really is value in us writing it down. And so dreaming, I love what you're saying, Morgan, because um, there are issues that really bother us that we think we may not even think about how we could turn it into a business. And it's not about making money off of something. Hear me out. Like that's not the right tactic. And that's not what you were saying either. But I'm saying like to the people tuning in, I, I don't do what I do because I make a lot of money doing it. I am grateful that I am, have not experienced being a starving artist. And that is the Lord in itself to me. Amen. But there have been dreams with God, things written down, and I never got out of the lane and I kept pushing through. And it's not a consistent salary position. It's like, I may do awesome one month and I may do okay the next. I never know what is coming in. Mm -hmm. It's like a faith journey with my business, but I dreamt with God. I still keep dreaming to see if the vision is proper and it's still good. And I keep going, but I love what you're saying about, um, one time I heard Sean Bowles, well, he said this many times, but he said, which he's going to be a guest on this podcast too. I'm excited oh my gosh. That's it's so yes. exciting. That's um, but I heard him say that, um, if you don't have passion, ask the Lord to, if you don't have passion or love, if you don't know what it is, ask God and he will do it. And you will know, like, ask God for passion for the people you're to serve and you'll find your calling. You'll find the answer of what you're made to do. And I feel like it's so similar because things that break our heart is usually because there's a passion there in some way. Amen. Or you're an intercessor and you don't know what that is yet. And we'll save that for another podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. It really is. Okay. I'm sorry for interrupting. So. No, that's, that's perfect. You're perfect. So are you. What if we just stared at each other now for 30 seconds? Everybody, we're taking 30 minutes. I'm so, I'm not creepy. I just can be weird. Okay. Do you feel good on that? Do you have more to add? Yeah, no, I hope that answers her question and hopefully gives someone some clarity on yeah. something. I love what you're saying. I think overall, what I'm hearing Morgan say is dream with God, write the vision down. You got to pray in the right people, find the right people to help make it happen because somebody else is passionate about it too. That's walking around on this earth, unless it's something you can start off on your own mm -hmm. and then seeing it through from start to finish. Guess what? Are you really committed? Like Morgan was saying, is it something you're truly able to commit to? And you can find that answer by asking the, oh, the Lord, <laughs> <laughs> nobody can see us. We can see each other in this interview yeah. pointing to yeah. a painting of Jesus. Right painting of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So here we go. Um, I love this one. Okay, are you ready? How do I know how to manage my time? I feel like you would probably be better at this. I mean, I can totally. We, I think we should both answer. I mean, yeah. if you have something, answer. If you don't want to, I get it. Sorry, I pulled away. Always a work in progress, I feel like. <laughs> I, feel like I feel like I am too. And that's why I'm going to be yeah, really well, I think right you now. master this really well because I, I'm not going to say what you're going to say, but like you say yes to the right things and no. Oh, I wouldn't have said that, but that no, is true. That's like what we chat about regularly. So that's true. Okay. So here's, here's how I know how to manage my time. I used to be a yes woman. Okay. I used to be somebody who said yes to everything, which meant, yes, I could do everything, but I was tired. I was miserable and I wasn't able to give 110% or 
however you want to word that. And, but I could do it all. So I could do it well. And I don't know that people thought it wasn't hundred percent. And I don't mean that like pridefully, I'm just saying it was just tiring and not a healthy way to live. Mm-hmm. And I was doing it in Jamie Lynn's strength, not the Lord. So what I learned is what I say, when I say no, it's giving more value to my yeses. Mm-hmm. And when other people say no to me, I celebrate it because I know how hard it can be to say no when you start learning to say no. Um, because I celebrate it because I know they're, if they're able to have time for what the Lord's put in front of them. Right. And so one of the things I've discovered since moving to San Antonio with my husband, we had all of our friends back behind us. And then Morgan and I, you know, we meet each other, which we had heard for years that we needed to meet and finally met and connected in San Antonio. And I start making friends and it's great. Well, I realized in order to manage my time and keep the passion burning in my heart, I couldn't be alone all day, all the time painting. So, because honestly, part of that is when I start painting, I will sit down for a while and keep going. And then I'll be sad at the end of the day because I didn't see anybody. And I love my husband. He's amazing. He's also not my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's something that girlfriends bring to the table that's just different than your husband. And my husband is awesome. Right. So I didn't pick this up until a while of being here. So this is how I know how to manage my time. I have now recently, because it was a struggle moving here with all the things that came to it. Um, I sit down at a certain time and I don't get up until a certain time. And my Mm -hmm. friend Brittany comes and works at the house now. She's a photographer and we both work and do office hours for my, for my house, but we're working the whole time. And that Mm -hmm. helps too, because we're around each other and we're putting in office hours and we're not alone doing it. Somebody's there. But if I have a project, I'm working. Okay. For example, I'm working on a project right now. I illustrate children's books at the moment. It's so fun. And some of the children's book illustrations I've done have happened, I can get them done very quickly, within a month, right? Depending on the project. Well, this style and the size of the project, this style is way more like, it's a watercolor spread. So like, if I make a mistake, I have to redo it, which I've already had to do, redo several of them many times. And so that takes up time. Well, I thought that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 160 hours you know, four 40 hour weeks. I know I just did the math in my head. Lord, help me out. <laughs> I love, I love you. Um, I thought that I could get it done in 160 hours. Well, people are like, when is your goal to finish it? And I was like the end of last month, I'm still working on it. And the thing is I'm sitting down and being diligent. So all this to say, because I am sitting down and being diligent, I can't be so hard on myself. If I wasn't managing my time well, I would. So all this to say, if you're really passionate and care and respect your clients and you respect your time and you value the money they're bringing in, Mm -hmm. then you have like, it's a character thing to sit down and put in the work. Uh And there's times as you know, as an entrepreneur, you're flexible. You might have a 20 hour work week. You might have a 40 hour work week, depending on your projects and what's going on. But for me, I'm like, that's a character thing that I had to grow into because I used to just go grab coffee with everybody all the time in Dallas. And then I have to stay up late pushing through to get projects done. Right. And that was just tiring. And that wasn't worth it to me. The older I get, the less it's. So I set up coffee dates and people will reach out and say, Jamie Lynn, can you meet for coffee? And I love people so much, but I can't tell you guys my inner circle. I connect with at least once a week. Like I have like three friends that I'm like, yes, I will go grab coffee with you. I need to go grab coffee with them. Right. But they're the ones where we go deep and this may sound so crazy, but Um, then there's people who message me who I love spending time with and I want to meet up with them, but I know that I can't for two weeks because if I met up with them, that would take 
some coffee dates turn into two hours. Another thing I've learned is I tell people when I have to leave. Yeah, that's a good, that's down. so good. That's I learned true. that from Patricia King. I went to lunch with her one time and she set her phone alarm. And like, hear me out. Some people may think that that's rude. I did not. I was like, wow, brilliant. Gonna use that. Boundaries. Totally. Healthy boundaries. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So, I mean, you said so many good things. Um, as I'm a mom, some of y'all know this, but I'm a mom of three and then I'm obviously married. And then, uh, I have my businesses for me scheduling. I think I said this the last time you had me on here, but scheduling for me is what helps me figure out what I can make time for, what I can't, Mm -hmm. what I say yes to, what I say no to. I think that, that, when you can say no to things, and I'm talking to myself too sometimes, there comes a maturity with that. Because if you're a recovering um, person that struggles with like making everyone happy, mm-hmm. I, I just went blank on who what that is. Anyway, a recovering people pleaser. Thank you. There you go. I love how you oh, were like shit. raising your hand while you were saying it. Yeah. If you're one of those then saying no to someone or putting like telling someone like you can't do this or you can't fulfill this it's very difficult extreme it, it you feel terrible yes, like Diane so reminded me go ahead it still stings some when I tell yes. people that it feels so rude to me which is not true mm-hmm. it feels rude to me still like there's this part of this lie that I hear oh this is so rude when I say hey I can't this week and I can't next week but let's Let's set something on the calendar at the end of next week for the following week. Yes, it's hard. Like, Tyann reminded me of it. She reminded me of someone I have yet to text back today. She wow. was like, hey, did you text back so-and-so and set up a dinner? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, I did not. Wow. And so it's like stuff like that where you have to be okay with not being perfect or not – having everybody happy or, you know, okay. Like you need to set aside time for you, your business, your family time. Like when last year, when I had both the boutique online store and Lime Life every Wednesday from, I think it was six to eight, I put my phone away from me. I turned like, I didn't have it. I didn't want it. Um, and it was so good because that was my time with the kids that I just like, Wednesdays were the days that they were, um, Graham and Molly were home all day. So I was trying to work and be with them. But then those couple hours, I was just theirs. So just having the boundaries, healthy boundaries, um, is also really beneficial, um, for you and your business and scheduling. I agree. That's good. And Morgan and I have both been like, um, essentially, single entrepreneurs in the sense that there isn't like a, there is with network marketing, there's a big team and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people pulling on you and it's crazy. And you have to just, that's, that's a lot easier to manage. Mm -hmm. If you ask me, because there's people pulling on you. I think it's personally for my personality and your personality too, probably, Mm -hmm. um, is that we love people so much and we want to say yes to hanging out and grabbing coffee. And a lot of our friends are entrepreneurs and have a lot of free time, quote unquote, free time to do the same thing. So it's a matter of like, do you value what you bring to the table? Can you set up office hours for yourself? And if not, I'd be asking the Lord what that looks like and asking your friends around you, hey, I'm really struggling with making time for my business. That's good. Um, 
there was a point in my life where I was like, wow, I'm not bringing much money in because I'm not putting much time into this. And I realized um, that there was a time with how I was doing a lot of commission pieces. If I wasn't paying any commission piece, I wasn't making any money. Right. So my, my business has been much different in that regard. And, um, and I have passion for what I do and, and I know what I do is valuable. And so mm-hmm. it stirred me. Like when you can re, I think that's too, like reminding yourself of the vision helps you manage your time more. Like this person's waiting on me. They can't wait to receive this painting or this children's book illustration. They deserve my time and honor and stay connected with them. Like I'm really honest with my clients. Um, Mm -hmm. wow, this is like, I, I, I set an ambitious timeline and I'm super sorry. And, um, that happens few and far between now, because when I step into something new, I act like it's going to take the same amount of time the last season did. And it doesn't. So I have to be humble and say, Hey, I'm so sorry. This is where I'm at. Just have to be real with you. You know what I mean? They appreciate that. Yeah, they do. Okay. I hope this is helping guys that are tuning in ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, let me see. I love this one. This is really Mm -hmm. cool. Timing for entry. Timing for transition and key indicators for when the time is right. Oh, that's okay. really good. It's good, and but it's like for me, I I'm not the Jesus answer every time, but like as the Holy Spirit would be my answer, just yeah. because the season of life that you're in, the the things that are going around you, and um, yeah, I mean. I think that's what I would say is at, like, what type of season are you in right now? Is it a season that you feel like you can add something else to your plate um, that you can put like all your time and energy into it? Um, I want, this is something to a friend of mine would say that like, she owns an online store right now. And she says one day that she like, she, she looks at her clothes as like money, like cash. She's like, I'm literally having cash just sitting in my closet and the days that I'm not working I don't have money in my bank account like so she just thinks it's like money just sitting on a on a rack and I I sometimes feel like that too the days that I'm just doing nothing for my business are days that I'm like there's nothing going to my bank account so anyway back to what you said about just the timing is it something that you can commit to and ask the Holy Spirit. I love your, I love your answer. One of the things is, um, well, this is, this is a really pivotal conversation. We always know deep down when we're supposed to stop. And I, I, I feel like, um, I don't, I don't agree personally with the grace is lifted (laughs) Mm -hmm. because grace empowers us to do what God has called us to do Mm -hmm. and to know that it was God who will help you do it. Um, there's many different definitions for that. But for me in this situation, I truly believe that like, I, I used to say, Oh, I feel like the grace is lifting. Well, really what I meant and in my immaturity didn't realize was I feel like there's something coming and I don't actually know the timeline, even though I thought the timeline was tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Transition. Felt the transition. Totally. And so being the woman that I grew up being thought that like, I always went after things that I wanted. I just went after it and worked really hard and did it. And then I started to realize, um, wow, there's actually, there is a timing for me to jump into this. And even the other day had this amazing opportunity presented to me for something that I love doing. And my husband said, sounds like an amazing opportunity. I guess what we need to know is, is this the right time for the Lord to have you? Cause 
there are times when we have been offered amazing opportunities and we asked the Lord first. We didn't just answer. Mm-hmm. We asked the Lord first and we heard no. And it didn't yeah. make sense. And the people were understanding. Sometimes they're not. And we just have to trust that it's not the right time and maybe not the right connection or we don't have to have the answer. I used to have to have it, but I don't. So timing for transition, key indicators would be, first of all, I remember the Israelites. I feel like this is not, it should, it will probably never be overused, but they were headed to the promised land that was only supposed to take 13, 14 days. And because of their complaining, you know, when the grace starts lifting, you start slacking at the job, you start getting miserable, you start complaining. And I'm like, don't extend your season of transition for your complaining when you can enter the promised land in two weeks start thanking the lord even if it looks crazy even if it looks impossible even if you feel miserable there are times i feel very bored painting by myself but what do i do i turn on worship and i start thanking god and it changes the entire atmosphere and so i think that some of the timing for transition is first of all asking the lord second of all staying joyful with a thankful heart that you have a job and that the lord is doing something mighty in you and don't have the dream if you haven't dreamt about it, you don't have the clear vision and the plan, you're probably not moving forward yet. So in this, on the side of what you're doing, start writing the vision, the plan, and asking the Lord to make it so clear and opening the doors and letting you know that you know that you know the time. Yeah. I always say, God, thank you for making me a prophetic magnet where people mm-hmm. will start prophesying and making it clear that you yeah. will make it clear by letting me know. Amen. I mean, things like that because... I can be impatient in the past. I would have jumped. And now I'm like, wow, my biggest dream may not happen for a few years. And Mm -hmm. even something I'm about to work on as a project, it's like, I do feel like it's time to do the project. But then after I complete the project, I don't know the timing of who to send the project to yet or not. I just know my next step. Cause sometimes it's not a 10 step process guys that he reveals. Sometimes it's the first step. Yeah. So Lance and I, when we felt a transition, We didn't say, God, where are you taking us? Which we could, and that's good. And I do believe he answers that. Mm -hmm. But for us, we just felt led to say, do we resign our lease? Yes or no? Mm -hmm. That's it. And we heard yes. And so we're here, you know? Yeah, I love that. We, you know, I can, when it comes to businesses and the Holy Spirit, I just kind of want to get just kind of a picture to show you what, what I mean by that. So Jeff started his first company when he was 17 years old, and it was a cleaning business at a hospital. He cleaned a little clinic. His dad had it, and he gave it to him, and he did that for years. He had employees, everything. Um, So we're from Southeast Texas, which just, you know, Imelda, Harvey, all that. Um, And so you, you, we get hurricanes. And so Jeff worked um, at the clinic, owned that business, but then he started working for Allstate. And he did, he did like life insurance policies. He did, he did everything. And he went up and ranked quickly and he had favor with his boss. Well, he started seeing that you needed to have a windstorm inspection to have your house insured. So he then started taking classes to become an inspection inspector for homes. Wow. In order for you to start an engineering company, constructional engineering company to do windstorm inspections, you have to be an engineer. My husband never went to college. I never went to college. He is not an engineer, but he knew that the Lord told him to do this. So he then was talking to a friend that knew of an engineer, a construction engineer that had just lost his job. Jeff hired him and he became our engineer for our company. 
we were dating. I was his secretary. He would go do the inspections. He would send it off to our engineer. Our engineer would approve it. And then I would do all the paperwork and send it into send it into the state. So he did that. And then the Lord said, Hey, I really think you need to get into oil and gas. Jeff has never done oil and gas in his entire life. And we just like prayed and the Lord said, when you go on to, on this mission trip to Costa Rica, and when you come back, you'll have a job. So at this point I was a nanny <laughs> and we, that, that was just all we had coming in. And so Jeff went on his trip, came home, had an interview and they did not hire him. They were like, you don't have any, nothing. So Jeff asked the Holy Spirit, like, what do I do? And a friend of his who does oil and gas said, Hey, there's this convention in Houston. You should go to it. So that night, Jeff studied all night long the all the things that this company that he had interviewed for their products the holy spirit like literally downloaded their products he went to that convention pitching their products and returned like with 10 client new clients went back to them they gave him an offer that next day so that's what jump started jeff's career in oil and gas okay okay that's, that is strategy and yeah. that's not shrinking back. That's hearing the still small voice going with it. Maybe you got to know, but you really felt like you heard the Lord. So you still put your toe back in the water yeah. and your hands. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. And, and it's not just there, like every business we've ever owned. So he worked for a company out of Midland. We then moved to Midland. His boss, he had such favor with his boss. And, um, we started a landman company. We had like 14 people working for us. It was amazing. God showed up. Then some crazy stuff happened. I won't get into. And that was totally God again. And we knew that the Lord was telling us to move to San Antonio. And at this time, God merged our company with another company that we've known for years that was back in our hometown of Beaumont. They came in, took our employees, took everything. And Jeff had our one client that we could move to San Antonio and still work with them. So it's just like, that's what I'm like. That's why I say it's like such a Jesus answer that it's like, listening to the Holy spirit. I'm telling you guys, it's like the funnest ride, the funnest life you could ever have. There is so much life with the Holy spirit and with Jesus and literally living your day, living every day for him, yeah. bring so much joy and peace. And yes, there are some hard times. There are moments where I'm like, God, where are you? And that's whenever I sit back and say, Lord, thank you for my family. Thank you for where, where you brought me. Thank you. I, I remember one night I was laying in bed and I would say, Lord, thank you for the doorknob. Thank you for my blinds. Thank you. I started randomly thanking him for the smallest things. But when I think about them, like there's people all over the world that don't have a door, they don't have a bed. So I just, I so agree with you when it comes to in those seasons of transition in those seasons that are hard in your business or before you start your business, yeah. end up a praise of thankfulness because I promise you it changes the atmosphere. It changes your heart. It just, it, it gives you energy and life. Yeah. So yeah. That was a long spill. No, that's okay. so good. No, that was not long. I, I, I think that's even important. Like, listen, guys, if you're reading the word and you don't mm -hmm. understand and you feel like you keep failing, it's why Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. He's mm -hmm. so fun. Guys, being holy and set apart is not a, 
I have to do this and I can't do that. It's yeah. like the word shows us who we're made to be. And if we didn't have the Holy Spirit, we would fail daily. But because yeah. we have the spirit of God to help lead us, mm-hmm. to help, he is the power behind the words. He is the friend behind the words because Jesus has gone so the Holy Spirit could come. And he said it would be better for him to leave and send the Holy Spirit so that, so that we could do the works that Jesus did. Because if he was still here, we'd be leaning on him saying, are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? Yeah. Right? And so yeah. he has given you the Holy Spirit. And if you don't yet know the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life and be your friend and call yeah. you friend and for you to know Holy Spirit is friend. Because I think that's so important. Like, I don't know how to live without asking the Holy Spirit. And I think some people who know my gifts and talents can sometimes probably, like, I can feel frustration from some friends who don't live that way because they see what I can bring. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know that I can bring that, but it's not the time for me to bring that right now. The Lord's still, so you don't want to leave a season too soon. You want all the tools in your tool belt that he's giving you right now. So if you're tuning in, let's just pray. If you're tuning in and you're wondering, you know, I feel this transition coming. There's a lot of people getting new jobs right now. There's a lot of transition that's awesome going on in, in um, just across the board, across the nation. And so if you're feeling the transition, I declare that you are a person who finishes strong, that you will not leave this season until every tool and character growth of maturity and love and every fruit of the spirit that you were intended to get in this season with the Holy Spirit that if you don't have it yet, it would accelerate and come, that nothing would be lost from the season you're in, that you would yes. get everything he hopes for you to have out of the season before you move forward, and that you would know that you know that you know when to step into the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Courage and humility and excitement and thankfulness, like Morgan said, in Jesus' yeah. name. Yeah, and I just honestly, I also pray for mentors. I pray that if you're on this journey of starting something new, not knowing where to go, not knowing what to do and who to look to, I just pray for mentors to come your way or for the Lord to put someone on your mind, on your heart to go and reach out to. Um, So I just pray right now that the boldness and courage, and I also pray against like, I don't the spirit of failure, like people don't start because they're worried about failing. And some people say faith is spelled R I S K. And it's so true. It's so true. Take a risk, take that leap of faith. And I just pray right now that you're going to have people come alongside of you, encourage you in that, give you the confidence to do what you're called to do. Um, show you a strategy, help you with a strategy. Um, in, in Jesus name, I pray. Yeah. Do it afraid. Don't do it afraid. Do it afraid. Um, okay. I want to answer this question real quick. And if you have something to add, let me know. Cause I think it's awesome. And I feel like I could bullet point the answer. How can I start a t-shirt company? I'm a stay at home mom who homeschools. Mm-hmm. Well, lucky for you, Debbie, who sent this question in, um, I have done a lot of research on t-shirts. I researched like over 24 companies in DFW area and I wanted to start a clothing line and all this stuff. Okay. So this is the advice I have for you. Find the design you love, reach out to several different t-shirt companies, printing companies, get the price quote, find the t-shirt quality you like, look at other t-shirts you like and the brands that they are and go in ready to ask questions, find the best deal. And then 
to save money and not have overhead, I think one of the worst things that people can do that have t-shirt companies, and I've done it myself, is you buy all these different sizes and you assume that they're going to sell. And mm -hmm. then you're stuck with all these t-shirts. It don't work like that. What I would do is I would front up a couple hundred dollars because you have to pay for the screen. That's like $40 for each one. And, um, when you switch colors, that's like a $5 change. So keep all these things in mind and ask all the questions you need to ask. But let's say you have two t-shirt designs. Well, order a small, medium, large, get some friends in those shirts, take pictures, do a giant pre-sale order for like a month and just say, Hey, pre-sell these shirts, one big order up front and kind of do it that way. And then maybe order a couple, a couple of exercises. If you see that mm -hmm. for me personally, I like to do a one-time deal of a shirt and not have any overhead and just be like, sorry, that was the only time I was doing that shirt design. So I hope that that's helpful because t-shirts are something everybody loves, especially when the design is fun and cute and makes you happy. Yeah. I do know Bella Canvas are some of like the comfiest yeah. shirts out there. Yeah. Um, just like throwing that. that out there. I know they're Next super level. soft. Yeah. And they're Bella unison. Canva. Yeah. Bella Canva and Next Level are two of my favorite t-shirt yeah. brands. Agreed. Yes. Look, we just, Debbie, hopefully we can't wait to see your business. Yeah, girl, you better, you better message us and let us know. And good for you, stay-at-home mom, that little entrepreneur spirit in you. That's a great business to do from home, for real. Homeschooling, like, Jesus, take the wheel. I bless you, Debbie. Come on, Debbie. <laughs> Gosh, I, uh, I love... I want to call Debbie Debbie Cakes because I call my mom Patty Cakes. I feel like <laughs> Debbie. I don't even. I don't even know you, and I'm so sorry. But like, I feel like I know you now. Yeah, me too. We just wrote your business plan for you. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Um, okay, so before we sign off, I thought it would be fun for us to give just a little bit of advice that comes to our heart, and just to encourage and declare things over people, and um, give them a big podcast hug. Okay, you start. Okay, some advice that I have personally. Okay. Um, uh, some advice that I have. Okay, one is, it's really hard to do this when I can see you. I know, because I'm being, I'm making faces. I love it. It's so good. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so some advice that I wish somebody would tell me is, okay, starting a business is not easy. God bless those who say that it is. But there are moments where like, it is crazy. And you're like, nobody told me this happened. It's usually towards the beginning. And then you're like, oh wait, it's usually, there's usually things that you have to hurdle over, but that's when you have to say, I've committed to this. And I heard you Lord, especially if the Lord told you, you need to done here, do something. You better follow through on your word, no matter what. Yes. Cause he's the one that's going to open the doors for you. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. The second thing is like right now, my passion is media and entertainment. Am I making any money off of any of that? No. But am I doing it? Yes. So I'm painting full-time and doing children's book illustrations because I love it and it's a gift that I have. But guess what? On the side, I'm doing this podcast, right? And I'm also mm -hmm. developing, I'm also writing a book right now and I have a timestamp. I'm going to finish this book by January. And so this book is going to be finished by January and I'm doing this podcast to help grow my gift in media because I know that one day I will be paid full time for that. Amen. So if you're in a job that you don't love, it's okay. Don't be discouraged. Stay thankful. Like Morgan said, that's a huge key. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and ask the Lord, like, 
what is that thing that's burning on your heart and start finding out ways you can serve somebody that's doing that. Yeah. You can start doing stuff for fun on the side, but develop that gift. Don't ask the Lord to supernaturally open up business doors for you or help you play the piano. If you're not sitting in front of the piano and trying to learn and see how fast you can learn because he said he's answering your prayer. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. That's good. I would, um, I think my hug is um social media like social wow. media right now is kind of what people are using to launch their businesses promote their businesses Amazing. Uh, it is and it also it can be very discouraging yeah so what i would say is stay consistent stay mm -hmm. diligent stay true to who you are be authentic people can see right through people who are not authentic. Like they just can, people can smell it. They can see it. They're like, I am not about that. Um, and, um, another tip, get emails. I don't know why I'm telling all these, tips, <laughs> like, these are very random, but yeah. email is the way to just like back yourself up. Like if Facebook crashes, if Instagram goes away yes. and algorithms hate you because I know me and everyone who uses social media says that regularly, how algorithms hate us because you have to be like on your game constantly. Um, if you have an email list, you can literally do an email blast mm -hmm. of whatever you want. Mm -hmm. it's your, tribe, your tribe will read your emails. Yes, they will. So that's just a little, I could do like a whole podcast on social media and people we would probably be bored to tears. We but. actually, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We will schedule a time to do a podcast on social media. Cause I think that's really important to hit. Cause there's a lot of things that come with that. And, um, it, there's ways that it felt so much easier back in the day. And then there's ways where I'm like, that's where most of my business comes from. And for yeah. me, Facebook actually, mm -hmm. um, but, and there's ways to use it, utilize it that will help, you know, in many ways. So yes. Yeah. And I think being an entrepreneur is super fun, but guess what? Not everybody's made to be an entrepreneur. Like they're just not. And that's okay. Like don't feel pressured to be one because somebody else is. We would, people who are entrepreneurs would never be able to do their business if nobody ever worked alongside them. Like my ultimate dream and why I know I'm an entrepreneur, <laughs> mm -hmm. my biggest passion is to find people who are passionate about something and make a place for them to do what they're made to do. Like mm -hmm. my dream is when I have a ministry one day or a business, which is a ministry to me, whatever it may be, mm. that the people who would be in the positions that they're in are there because they've asked the Lord for something like that and that mm. they love putting their feet on the floor and they know that they're bringing value mm. to, to this world because we all do and we all need to be in that role. So don't try to be something you are not. And Great. do not, like I love what Morgan was saying earlier about social media, do not what works for one may not work for you. That's why leaning into the Holy Spirit is everything. It's not a cop-out answer. Listen, the world does things one way, but the kingdom of heaven is not this world. It's very unique. And we're even stepping into a season right now where the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit is going to be asking us to do really ridiculous things. Lana Vosser just released a word that I felt the Lord and the wind on. I was like, oh Lord, what you going to be making me do? But people who have courage, whoever is like, totally laid down and surrender to the goodness of God. The Holy Spirit is going to ask us to do things and in obedience, he's going to show up like crazy because you're saying yes to him. And it's yeah. so worth it. 
Yeah, Jesus did crazy things, y'all. Like, he, and he did, he picked up mud and dirt off the ground, spit in it, and put it on someone's eyes, and they were healed. Like, he did crazy things. And, and, you know, and people questioned him, and people looked at him like he was insane. Um, and, but then you had people that followed him, was like, yes, like, let's do this. And I want to be one of those people that I'm like, yes, let's do this. You know so. what's cool about all that, too? This is just a side note. He did all that and never asked for a platform. Mm-hmm. He never ran away from what he was scared of. He always yeah. did what he saw the father doing and said we would do the same. Mm-hmm. And the only way for us to know what the father's doing is to be friends with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I and I love, I love what you're saying. Like, our life should not feel comfortable yep. following God. It should be oh. highly uncomfortable. But the mm-hmm. only way for it to get uncomfortable is one, the kind of uncomfortable where we're doing everything on our own and it's failing. (laughs) Or two, the kind of uncomfortable I'm talking about is where you're truly like being led places you would never have chosen to go, but they're so amazing because he's in it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. We didn't get to all the questions, but I think we answered the ones that, um, well, all of your questions were valuable and important, but I thought- Yes. These are the ones highlighted. Yeah, thanks for sending them in. And hey, let us know. Like, follow Morgan. She's so encouraging. Little bumble of joy box explosion confetti. Um, follow Morgan McFarlane on Instagram. Um, I would never point you to somebody that I didn't believe in or agree with. I'm. I think that's a very big deal in this world today. That's and good. also, if you're finding value in this, will y'all hop on? Apple, iTunes, and go write a review, please. Write a review. Let us know what value you found in this because it does help with those algorithms. Yes, sister. And I want to know who, who's following this podcast and who's in our tribe. Yeah. And if you post on Instagram, tag me because I'm not going to know you post it now the way they've changed Instagram unless you tag me because I want to know who you are. And it makes me happy to meet you and get to know you more because it does feel like a fam. And it's so crazy how fun this podcast is growing. And share with your friends if you find value entrepreneur friends, friends who are wanting to be entrepreneurs who would be encouraged by this. Um, and thank you guys. Go to jamielinwana.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out more that's going on up in this world of whatever's I happening. I love this podcast. I listen to this typically when I'm traveling because I like, there's moments where I'm traveling a ton and Jamie and Lynn and I don't get to like connect weekly like we do regularly. And I just like listening to her voice. And I'm like, oh, I love her. And then I called you the other day when I was traveling. I was like, Hey, I just listened to your podcast. I just really love you and miss your voice. That made me like literally tear up. I'm not just saying that. I was like, who, I don't remember the last time somebody just called me to say that that's Morgan for you, everybody. Oh, it made me think I need to do that for people. The way that made me feel it was so real anyways. So, Hey guys, your challenge for this week is to call somebody that means a lot to you and tell them that they mean a lot to you and why. That's and make good. it real and genuine. Don't just tell them what you think they want to hear. Be real. Like, hey, thank you that you are X, Y, Z. I just wanted you to know I'm overwhelmed with gratitude. And I prayed for you today, but pray for them if you're going to say that. Yes. Amen. Love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in to Set Apart uh, with my friend Morgan McFarland. I do not know what's happening to my voice, but I guess that means it is time to sign off, okay? So God bless you. Have a great day. and. If you're going to build a business, might as well do it with God.